Good evening, everyone. Uh, I think we'll get started now. Uh, I'm Brenda Nations. I'm the Sustainability Coordinator for the City of Iowa City. So welcome and thank you very much for coming tonight. We're excited to have you here. Um, I'm just quickly going to go over what, our, what we're going to be doing tonight. Uh, we're going to have the mayor welcome us. Um, then we'll have our steering committee meeting. Uh, members present the plan and what we've been doing. So Matt and Ingrid will be doing that. And then we have a couple of uh, activities that we'll be doing. So make sure that you stay around for, for both of those after the presentation. So um, with that, I'd like to introduce our mayor, Jim Throgmorton, and also thank our city council for everything they've been doing with climate. And uh, it's because of them that this is happening. So thank you. Hi, everybody. It's great to be here with you on this warm and getting warmer <laughs> night. It's a real treat to be here. I counted uh, almost 100 people. It's a great turnout, and usually people keep drifting in, so we may end up with a larger number. Somebody just handed me this, Connie. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought I saw Connie Mutel down here. I was going to say something about that. Anyhow, Connie's not here. First thing I want to do is, after thanking you, is thank the people who have been involved in preparing this draft climate action and adaptation plan. Brenda Nations, Ashley Monroe, uh, Lindy, I'm, I'm forgetting, Lindy, your last name, I'm forgetting. Thank you. And all the people affiliated with Elevate and the, the, the whole team of consultants that uh, helped us. And also the Climate Action Steering Committee, 13 people from various, representing various stakeholders, uh, but also representing the people of Iowa City. So the third, the, if you're here and you're a member of the steering committee, would you please stand up and sort of wave your hand? It's one person back there, another in the back corner. All right. Thanks so much for everything you've done. You're gonna hear a lot more about the draft action plan here shortly. It indicates how we can achieve the goals we already set out, which are basically those uh, of the, that came out of the Paris Accord, what, three years ago, Brenda? Is that when it was adopted? Yeah. Uh, but we're going to have to take things step by step, and in fact, we will do that. But a key part of that is the involvement of the people of Iowa City, various organizations, various neighborhood groups, various individuals. It's really crucial that we all find ways to partner to make it possible to do the kinds of actions we need to take in order to achieve our carbon emission reduction goals. Some of them involve voluntary actions like, you know, riding a bike. Many of you rode your bikes down here. I did. I do it all the time. Most of you know that. It's not the only thing we can do, though. So we need creativity. We need innovation. We need people to work together to figure out how to do things in a very constructive, collaborative kind of way. Also, we have various groups in our community that are not tightly connected to this idea of trying to reduce carbon emissions in order to protect our climate. Not connected. But we need to reach out to them. And one of the ways we're doing that is to have to know, for them to know that our draft climate action plan contains elements that are all about social equity. So I think we'll hear more about that tonight as well. The last thing I want to mention is that in another couple months, there's going to be a meeting of the mayor's, what's the word, not compact, what's it called now? The climate mayor? No, the, the, you know, no, the thing I signed uh, uh, up for. 
the, the, it's not the consortium, but covenant. The mayor's covenant. Yeah, there's going to be a meeting of the mayor's covenant in another couple months out in San Francisco. And I am looking forward to going there with a, an, an adopted plan in hand to be able to say to other people, we are doing what we can in Iowa City to enable people throughout the world to have a healthy climate to live in for years to come, for decades to come, for perhaps a long time after that. So uh, I could probably keep talking, but it'd be better for us to hear from the committee. And it is who's going to speak next? Up, oh, committee members coming up. Okay, come on up, introduce yourselves, and thanks for the great work you've been doing. Uh, good evening. Uh, thank you all for uh, coming here tonight. My name is Ingrid Anderson. I am the University of Iowa representative on the Climate Action Steering Committee. I'm also the chair of the committee. Uh, my name is Matt Krieger. I'm an architect with Newman Munson Architects, the representative architect on the steering committee. Uh, and we're just going to give you a brief presentation. We'll try to keep it short. Uh, we know um, we, we want to get input from the community, and uh, a lot of this is, is to get feedback from you all, so we're not going to stand up here and and uh, take a lot of time in this meeting um, just talking at you. But we're going to very briefly, at a high level, uh, discuss the elements of the draft uh, climate action plan. Uh, and then there's going to be a breakout session. Uh, you can see the uh, posters around the room. Uh, and we'll explain that a little bit. Uh, we'll get feedback from you. And then we'll come back together after that and uh, discuss the climate action pledge. And that'll be the last uh, portion of the evening. Uh, first, we want to discuss um, just the, the timeline for this climate action process. Uh, the city of Iowa City has actually been working on this uh, since uh, 2007 in various capacities. Uh, but this particular process got started in 2016 uh, when the Iowa City City Council um, set emission targets, uh, emission reduction tar targets for 2025 and 2050. Um, and that was also when uh, Mayor Throgmorton signed the Compact of Mayors, which has now turned into the covenant. Uh, covenant of mayors. Um, so uh, coming from those uh, those actions, uh, once those emission reduction targets are set, then we have to come up with, with a way to uh, actually fulfill those goals. So the city of Iowa City um, City Council uh, decided to set up a uh, climate action steering committee and hire a consultant to develop a climate action plan. Uh, and that happened in 2017. Uh, our first steering committee meeting was in uh, May 2017, and we've been meeting uh, periodically since then. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had um, nine steering committee meetings total. Uh, the committee, as Mayor Throgmorton said, there's 13 of us, um, seven stakeholder representatives from the community, and then there were six at-large seats. Um, so members of the community uh, applied to be on this committee. Um, we've also had two community meetings, including this one. So we had a committee meeting back in November, uh, and now we're uh, meeting again now for public input. Um, the city and uh, the consulting team also uh, conducted stakeholder interviews early in the process um, to get feedback from the community. Um, they also had a community-wide survey uh, that had 800 respondents, um, and they've also worked closely with the city um, to uh, capitalize on existing data. Um, uh, the Sustainability Department and Brenda Nations have worked on a greenhouse gas inventory for a long time, and um, there was existing data and existing efforts to capitalize on. So a lot of that was bringing that information together, bringing information from the community together, and uh, using that to inform the steps of this climate action plan. 
Um, so the goal, obviously, of this uh, planning process is to figure out what actions the community and the city can take in order to reach these um, goals that the city council has set for Iowa City in uh, greenhouse, gas <coughs> greenhouse gas emission reductions. Uh, so there's five main areas uh, of the plan. Um, there are 35 actions total uh, within these five different action areas, and we'll talk uh, very briefly about the uh, five different um, action areas, and then we'll talk about how Iowa City um, uh, takes on those actions to reach our emission reduction targets. Great. So the first uh, action area that we'll be discussing is the action area of buildings. So buildings um, actually has the largest potential uh, reduction, emission reduction um, tar uh, potential. And really that starts with looking at um, our existing buildings as well as our new. So we need to look at both electricity and natural gas um, as both can contribute to the greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, and we also, uh, what you'll see here are that, and within each section, are the actions that have asterisks are kind of the higher priority or the, the actions that have the greatest potential impact within each of these action areas. So it's not to say that some of the others aren't important, but the ones that have asterisks are the ones that we want, we'll probably spend a lot of our, our focus, uh, focus on. So you can see there at the top, we have the uh, in increasing energy efficiency in residences, uh, but we also need to do that in businesses, both existing and new, and uh, also trying to increase on-site renewable energy systems. So. Uh, that would be increasing solar throughout the city, but also uh, the, another part, important part of that is electrification. So uh, we need to be able to convert from using um, natural gas to electricity. And the reason for that is that Mid-American Energy, uh, and you may have seen this in the news already, has this goal of reaching 100% renewable energy for electricity production. So if we convert from natural gas usage to electricity usage, we will thus be using more renewable energy. So that's one of the, uh, one of the big impacts and action items here within this area. Uh, the next action area is transportation. Um, obviously, uh, uh, various modes of transportation emit more or uh, fewer uh, greenhouse gas emissions. Um, so again, here uh, the actions that are priority actions have asterisks, that's hard to say, asterisks by them. Um, but uh, a lot of these, uh, the city already has a mass transit system, so what are ways that we can increase uh, usage of those or increase routes perhaps? Um, another option is um, uh, pedestrian and bicycling. Uh, the University of Iowa and the city have been working for a while um, on potential bike share options, so uh, there are actions like that that can be taken. Um, and then uh, basically efforts to reduce single occupancy vehicle uh, trips uh, taken within within the city. The next, next action area is waste. Um, this is one that a lot of people really relate to because it's the one that I think impacts most of us on a daily basis. And so a lot of us are very comfortable uh, with the actions in this section. Uh, the whole goal with, the, with these strategies is to e essentially send less garbage to the landfill. Um, recycling is obviously the, the go-to, but there's and composting now uh, with the this availability throughout the city um, for that uh, is making an impact. But we also need to think about and committing to using, reusing items and using less items. And so uh, this uh, is both uh, action areas that take into effect individual actions, but also citywide and municipal actions. Uh, another important uh, aspect uh, when you're talking about um, climate plans is adaptation. So a lot of the actions focus on greenhouse gas reductions, uh, but obviously there are um, uh, effects that are already being felt 
from climate change. And so part of uh, our job here is to have Iowa City be resilient uh, in the face of those kinds of effects. Um, we have already experienced flooding back in 2008. Um, luckily, we're not experiencing flooding so much this year, but there are different parts of Iowa in Des Moines or Northwest Iowa that are experiencing flooding this year. And all indications are um, that these kind of extreme weather events will be increasing. Uh, so um, uh, the plan also um, uh, focuses on, for instance, when those uh, extreme weather events happen, uh, they disproportionately affect vulnerable populations. So how do we better serve those populations to prepare them um, and help them uh, in the event of emergencies? Um, uh, uh, using public health impacts data uh, and climate data to inform uh, different adaptation strategies. Um, and then uh, coordinating with all lo uh, other local agencies for emergency preparedness. Um, those kind of actions will help us um, uh, not only reduce, uh, reduce our emissions, but help us be a more resilient community. And then the fifth and last action area is sustainable lifestyle. And so in sustainable lifestyle, the ideas here are to capture ways to take, we can take personal responsibility for everyday habits. But it also addresses how the city can create a network of services, partners, and programs that support the entire community's efforts. Uh, we develop ongoing communications within this section, work to educate people, and work to ensure access to financial incentives so that everyone can participate. So this, this, this action area impacts what we do individually. Uh, you can see the, the Encourage a Plant Rich Diet at the top. In fact, I think one of our partner organizations in the community already distributed flyer, flyers tonight about that. Uh, but some of those others are creating funding mechanisms, and those are the things that we need to look at in developing partnerships throughout the community. That might be public-private partnerships, that might be lobbying the legislator for additional types of funding streams, like uh, property assessed clean energy, or working with uh, municipalities and, uh, and the utilities on pays programs. So there's lots of different ideas here, but we also want to generate more as part of this effort. Um, so now we'll talk quickly about um, how these various actions um, can be combined to reduce, uh, to reduce our emissions. So on this graph, um, what you see on the, yeah, on the right, my right, your left, uh, uh, those are the baseline emissions from 2015. Uh, is the long blue column. And then the next uh, blue is uh, emissions increase from business as usual. Um, by 2025. So what you see in orange are the different areas of emission reductions we can expect to get to green, which is what would be our um, emission reduction target in 2025. So the biggest portion of this here um, is a reduction uh, in emissions from mid-American switching to renewable energy. Um, the next piece uh, is uh, the University of Iowa switching um, to zero coal. Uh, by 2025, and then um, other, um, other actions take other pieces of these emission reductions. So that's sort of a broad overview of, of how different uh, actions will come together to reduce emissions across the city. I think, you know, when you looked at that last table, you saw that are the individual actions that we're taking really going to have an impact? And what you start to see is that they do have more of an impact in the long-term goal. So here, what you see here now is the 2050 goals. 
Um, so in that far left blue bar, that's essentially staying the same, but we're projecting out additional emissions, obviously, within that second blue bar to get us to that peak emissions in 2050. And then those orange bars then, again, are where we're reducing emissions. And so the first two, again, are Mid-American's impact and then the University of Iowa's power plant. But then you really start to see the impact that the energy efficiency programs within buildings has, renewable energy implementation, transportation changes, and, uh, and waste, uh, and the other action areas that we've already mentioned. Uh, to get us to, again to that far right green bar, which is our target goal in 2050. Okay. So that is a big high level overview of the plan. Uh, we could, probably could have spent three hours standing up here talking about in detail each of the action areas and we, we wanna be mindful of your time. Um, and so what we really wanna do is spend a majority of our time tonight in the breakout sessions. So at each of the tables around the room, are five of the action areas, and, uh, and then actually a sixth one, uh, which is outreach and equity. Uh, so we wanna talk about you know, how, who should we be talking to, who are the people we should be thinking of, how should they be incorporated into, into contributing to the plan uh, and the actions that we take. Uh, so those are distributed around the room as part of this uh, breakout session. And then after the breakout session, uh, we'll come back again to uh, talk about the pledge so within the breakout session, I mentioned those six tables, we'll spend about 30 to 35 minutes on this activity. Uh, what we'd like you to do is to choose one, the one topic that interests you the most of those action areas. Uh, and then if, it's, if you find it's kind of too crowded as you go to that table, uh, try to find another table. Uh, but congregate around that. And then we have people from the steering committee, from the consultant team, and from city staff who will be uh, manning those stations to uh, walk through some, a series of questions uh, that we want to, to gain your input on. And really these are focused on implementation, right? So who do we need to involve? What are the barriers? What are the opportunities uh, for developing actions within this? The, the action plan, if you look at it in detail, is a framework. It identifies what are the potential areas that we can, that we can, that we can look at, actions we can take. But it's gonna take a lot of people working on that, and so we need everyone's input on how that's going to work. So again, participate. Uh, we hope that you don't spend, you know, we don't have a lot of time within each area, so we hope you, you personally don't spend five minutes talking ab about one issue. It's more of a rapid fire uh, type of setup um, to get your, is your, your issues and your ideas out there. <laughs> 